When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think, Dan, we have to do it. It's the will of the people. The people have listened yeah. to us drag the dicks out of many other people. They want to be able to give their dicks back to us so we can present their dicks to the rest of the world, if you know what we I mean. We want to share the dicks. Absolutely. So, look, what this is, compact dicks, we're giving you an opportunity to share your dicks with the world, if we hadn't made that clear already. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe this bit will be cut out. This is a work in progress. <laughs> so we're going to read out a few of your dicks that you've sent in, and we're going to share a couple of our own to get you started. Now that you're hosting the podcast, do you find that um, you want to chip in more and just tell people about your dicks that you've discovered that week? I've got a growing list on my phone. I've got this list that I'm constantly adding to. Because you've done this. You've been a... You know, you were my first yes, guest. Yes, I was your first guest. yes. And we've both done it. And since then, I'm always regretting my choices and thinking I could have done better. So this is a chance for us to add to it, but mainly the listeners to add to it as well. And I think I'll probably mention this a few times throughout the podcast, but people, we for this to work, we need you to send your dicks. And the place to send those dicks is dickspod.com slash contact. And you can go on there, there's a form, fill it out, and just uh, let us know your Desert Island Dicks choices. There you go. Simple as... A proverb I can't think of right now. <laughs> yeah. Easy as pie, yes. simple as cake, whatever. Doesn't matter. Look, I'm going to kick things off just to mm. just to get loosey goosey. Mm. Mm. Yeah, let's get in the mood. Come on. Um, yeah, I want to put in. I'm going to put in uh, now. I know that one thing that really annoys people is when you put in a type of person rather than an individual, mm. right? Um, I'm going to put in a type of person. Oh yeah, go on. Because uh, this is one that I've been thinking, I've thought about this for years, and I think it's one of those things that just, it really, sometimes people pick someone and they go, I want to pick Piers Morgan, and everyone goes, yeah, he's a dick. And then sometimes you think, oh, I don't know if this makes me a bad person for hating this kind of person. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And this is one of those, like, I feel like a bad person for disliking this kind of person. And it's a type of musician. It's the type of musician that turns up and plays without you asking. Oh, this is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lived in Brighton for a number of years, as I may have mentioned on the podcast. And it's like, there's lots of opportunities. There's lots of times in Brighton where you're sitting there, maybe you're at your flat watching telly, and someone will come up and start playing music. Now... If you're just watching telly, that's a less noble act than someone playing an instrument, mm. playing their own music. Mm. So you don't, you're not allowed to tell that person to shut up, even though you were there first. Whereas opposite, if you were playing your guitar and I came in and put Top Gear on, yeah, yeah. that would be considered really rude, right? And often if someone's practicing, they're just going over the same chords over and over and oh, over and again. Yeah, frustrating. And what I found is eventually they'll tell you to then stop. Go, Sorry, can you just turn that down? I'm trying to do the thing, even though you were there already. Last week I was in Cornwall and on the beach there was one of these people and he was just like playing his guitar quite loudly and quite badly. 
um, and and I and it it stirred something in me. I was like, "That's I haven't experienced one of these for years because I just live with my wife and my son, so I don't have that anymore." Yes. But it made me realise how much I hate this kind of yeah. musician <laughs> yeah. turning up on it. The worst are drummers who are like, you know, mm. a drum circle because you can hear them for a fucking mile yeah, away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it. I know and it's, it's, it's you, just so intrusive. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I think the worst thing would be to be on an island and just when you're trying to maybe get along with the other dicks that you've got stuck there with, mm. some twat comes along with his guitar or his whatever, ukulele, I imagine. Yes, nice. And and just start sort of playing over the top of you and you're just going to feel like a dick telling him to shut up. Oh, my God, this is good. That would be so frustrating. You crashed on the island and then that person just... That's all you've got. It's just constant. That's all you've got. And then eventually we're like, sorry, guys, can you just calm down a bit? I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to work some chords out here. You know, no one fucking asked you, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like the hierarchy, the social hierarchy, they trump... Musician trumps conversation for some reason. Even if they're just... You're trapped and they're just doing the same chords over and over again for two hours, which has happened to me lots of times. Oh, my God. So I want to put on that type of musician on the island. That's wicked. That is really good choice. We've all experienced it, especially like I remember it at university a lot. Interesting that yours should be a music choice this week, Dan, because okay. my choice for this week is going to be a song, and it's not. I know it's vague again, but it's not a specific song. And this one's really for the parents out there. Is I'm obviously working from home at the minute. I'm working away in one room, and I can shut the door to the bedroom and work. But you know, sometimes you want that interaction with your family. You you don't want to mm. shut the door and shut yourself out all the time. And earlier today, I was just like starting to get feel a little bit like on edge, and I was like, <laughs> I wonder what is making me feel like a bit edgy and a bit agitated. And I realised for maybe like four or five hours, <laughs> there'd been the same type of YouTube video playing over and over again for my son, who's two and it's those little baby bum songs. Oh my god yes, oh Christ, I, was, I didn't know where you were going to go with this, yeah. and I was thinking if he's going to go generic kids video the worst ones are those little baby bum and, ones and it's like, Johnny is silly silly is Johnny Johnny is silly and he sits on a potty Tommy comes it's in. Like, Tommy does uh, something, 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 something. And it just goes on forever. I mean, listening to kids' music is quite annoying, but I'm always like, well, you know, I'm trying to get my son to listen to music and like the music yeah. I like. This is, you know, these are his jams. That's what he likes, mm. you know. He's three and a half. Mm. So fair enough, really. I can't begrudge. He doesn't like everything I play him. <laughs> But it's like the worst atonal singing. Like oh, it's not, it's not in tune, or it's it's so it's awful. It's, and she's, like, she's a terrible singer. She's a terrible singer. Like they cram in loads of words, so it's just like any word that they want to put in, and it doesn't even need to rhyme, and they don't have to explain it. But also, it's got like the like what is actually just like torturously bizarre videos that go with it. Is the kind of stuff that people used to put on when taking acid. Do you know what I mean? They're like insane the worst is if you're having a lion and they're watching it on on your phone in bed so you're like oh look i, I just want a lion i'm knackered here's my phone watch some cartoons so it's just in your subconscious it's just there punching you in the head for two hours yeah oh, no. i know yeah good call thank good you call. Dale. thank you well that's what we think is fucking annoying this week mm. but what about you mm. the listener 
James, have you got any correspondence from yeah, listeners? Yes, so we've had some already, which I'm, it's like, I'm actually astounded that we've been sent some. So thank you, everyone that sent in a message so far. We've had a few, and we're going to start going through them now. Um, Paul Eagles has sent this in, Dan. Um, mm. he, his message header is, I'm struggling to choose the dick people, but the food, drink, and film are easy. Food would be mushrooms. They are the devil's gonads. Go, go a few weeks without washing your feet and scrape off the resultant matter. That's a mushroom. I'm not a fussy food person, mm. but I can absolutely understand why people hate them because they're one of those foods that, even though I find them delicious, are just weird. Like, what are they doing growing off a side of a tree? Oh, oh my just... God. I can eat mushrooms fine in, you know, anything. I like, I'm not a fussy eater at all, and I will eat any type of mushroom, but there is something that I feel that is slightly wrong when I'm like eating something that's maybe got like a shiitake mushroom in it and it just the te- yeah. like when it's really like chewy i'm thinking oh and i start thinking about the mushroom a bit too much <laughs> um which makes me sound more fussy than i actually am i've um my father-in-law's chinese and we a lot of yes. stuff which before i start before i met my wife i would have considered strange uh or adventurous but now i'm kind of used to it but there's some there's some mushroom dishes. Actually, they're not even mushrooms. It's just called fungus, oh and it looks God. like seaweed, yes. but it's a type of fungus. Oh my God. And and you can't even call it a mushroom because it's not. It's the other. It's a fungus, and I think it's great now. But I mean, at the time, I I used to I used to sort of get quite nervous before meal times because I was like, I don't know what's coming. Whereas now, you know, I embraced it and I love it all. Mm. But. Um, I've got some mad shit in my cupboard. If I could find it, if I was more organised, I could show you some some crazy stuff in my cupboard. Paul goes on to say, for the film, I'd bend the rules a bit and put Game Mm. of Thrones on. Okay. I've never watched it. I've also never watched it. Have you watched it? Me neither. Oh, great. Well, that makes three of us. I watched the first scene. I watched the first scene. Uh, Someone gave it to us when... Uh, we first had our, our son and they were like, oh this is great when you're both off work for a bit and you know you're just looking after a baby you could just churn through a box set Yeah. and we watched the first scene he woke up crying and then we just never came back yeah. and we were like are you into this we're like, no and we'd literally seen one scene that yeah. was it and I just thought I can't be bothered people have said to me before they're like why Why wouldn't you watch it it's just all tits and I'm like look if I want all tits I'll go to places where all I get is tits I don't want to wade through 40 minutes of dragons and shit to get to the tits I know, I just can't be bothered, it's too much. And also, I think I've got a real aversion to, if I catch something at the beginning, it's cool. But knowing there's like nine seasons of, and I probably already know spoilers, and then I won't realise it, and then something will happen, I'm like, oh, that's Jon Snow, oh, I've heard something about him. Mm. Oh, fuck it then, there's no point. Yeah, I'm. it's too much, man, it's too much. So Paul says... I've never watched it, never will, as the premise bores me senseless, but so many people tell me that it's the best thing ever recorded, and I'm wrong for not wanting to watch it. Screw them. And and I think you're right, Paul. Screw them. Stand your ground. Stand your ground, mate. There's, there's enough stuff out there for everyone to watch. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And everyone was disappointed with the finale, so you know from the start that you're going to end up a bit disappointed. Yes, this is great. Yeah. Okay, so thank you very much, Paul Eagles, for sending that in. Some top dicks. Dan, have you got one? I have one from Laura, and uh, this is an animal one. 
Um, she says she's very passionate about the worst animal to be stuck on a desert island with. Oh, that's good. For me, and I hope after this everyone agrees, it has to be slugs. Slugs. Firstly, they're gross and slimy. Secondly, they always come out at night when you can't even see they're there until you step on them. Why are they so easy to squish? Surely that just goes against evolution because they're too easy to kill. Um, says she's a lifelong vegetarian. When I accidentally... I am a lifelong vegetarian, so when I accidentally step on a slug, not only do I feel sick that I have some gross slimy thing on my shoe, but I also have crippling guilt for killing the slug. Oh, my God. She has a conscience. It's nice. Bobby Friction, if you haven't heard this episode, I recommend you go back and listen to his episode because he was very vocal about slugs. Yes. Um, And it's a very worthwhile listen because he's a passionate man in everything he does. But, uh, yeah, when he's talking about slugs, it's worth checking out. What's the fucking point, man? Mmm... Fuck slugs, um, fuck slugs. Dan, I've got a, I've got a yes. great one here. So, okay. Colin Colin Dowding has sent us a great one, and he's ran through all of his dicks. Now, I might mm-hmm. save elements of it for a different episode, but because this is compact dicks, and we've probably been going for about forty five minutes already, um, <laughs> I am going to condense it and just pick one of my favourite elements from all of his choices. Okay. But I particularly liked Colin's drink choice because Colin picked Mm. milk as his drink choice. And he says, everyone has a go at Maggie Thatcher for being the milk snatcher. But in my opinion, (laughs) it is the greatest thing she ever did. Milk tastes (laughs) disgusting when it's cold. It's barely acceptable when it's flavoured in a milkshake. I don't mean the ice cream type, in brackets. (laughs) And it's horrific when it's warm. Plus, there would be no way of keeping it cold on the island, which I thought was quite interesting. That's Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Plus, if you were just, you know, you've survived survived a plane crash, so it's going to be those little tiny cartons of UHT mm. as well, so it's like the shittest milk as well, and warm. And even if you did want to drink it, you've got to open like 30 tiny little cartons that you always spill. Are you talking about the tiny ones that like thimble? The tiny little plastic pot, yeah, that's the little great. thimbles. that's really good. So you have to open like 30 of them to have a really unsatisfying UHT milk drink. That's, that is true. That is, yeah, that'd be awful. Great choice, Colin. Sound stuff. Yeah, it's a good choice. Yeah. It's a good choice. Um, and I've got one more to to give you, Dan. It's um, from Jack Thompson, and he said, uh, and he gave an animal choice, and the the title of the email is geese. And then when you open open the email, it just says they are the Audi Central Isle version of a swan, <laughs> which I thought was rock solid stuff. It, yeah, it is good. Yeah. I've to the point. I've been to Audi and like. To the case in point, I've got some pillows on my bed that are really comfortable pillows, right? But they're just a bit too long for any pillowcase <laughs> that you would ever buy. And I got those from, from Aldi. Yeah, I got those from the middle aisle of Aldi. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um, yeah, that it, this makes perfect yeah. sense to me. They're very fucking noisy as well. And hmm. I, there's the thing, isn't there, about a geese, a, a goose? Is it a goose or a swan can break a man's arm? I think both. That's the thing, isn't it? Both of them. Mm. I think that's bollocks as well. Yeah. But, um, Happened once. I don't, yeah, and they are very intimidating. Their wingspan is massive. If you ever see one, like, open up, they are fucking oh, yeah. scary. Awful. You open up a goose, mate, you know about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jack, for sending that in. I love that. Um, Dan, this has been fun. It has been fun, James. Um, as, as nice as it is to get famous people on to share their gripes with the world... I also love hearing everyday gripes from, you know, the listeners. Yeah. 
I think that if, if if you've this what this space is for, and it and it will grow. And I think you said earlier it's a work in progress. I, I don't know if that made the cut, but it's like this will grow. And if you've ever listened to Desert Island Dicks and wanted to chip in, you've wanted to give your own choices, or you've had taken some time to think about who, what, and why you wouldn't want to be stuck with, on an island with a certain thing, this is your space to do it. So send your choices in to dickspod.com slash contact and we'll read them out. The other thing is, if you're listening to one of our episodes of Desert Island Dicks and you just agree or disagree with any of the, the choices or got anything to add to any of the choices from any of our guests, then feel free to use that space to, uh, to talk back to them as well. Yeah, you know, to have your say on that. Yeah, I love that, and I just think, you know, we're looking for your funny stories. I particularly want to hear, you know, if you've met someone in IRL. If you met, sorry, I particularly want to hear if you've met someone in real life, and and you want to talk about that. That that is ideal to me. That's that's lovely stuff. And we thought we'd do some themed stuff week on week. We've got a theme for next week, Dan. Yes, well, as the nights are drawing in and it's getting a bit colder and darker and wetter and shittier all round, um, I want to cast our minds back to summer just before we leave it for another year. And uh, I would like to hear your summer dicks. Mm. So for me, James, it's my local ice cream seller. Because we used to have two ice cream vans around our area, and one would park at one side, of, one would stop at one side of the park, the other at the other side of the park. But the good one, there was a good one, but there was a good one and a bad one. The good one now seems to have gone away, and we're left with the shit one. No. Now I would have thought that being an ice cream van man would be like a really joyous job because you know it's like such a like a black and white simple way of spreading joy you know you're seeing excited kids and parents you're you know you're like the candy man basically like what better job could there be to just sort of experience joy and this guy was such a miserable sod if you ask for a 99 you know normally they do a few twirls and they stack it up it's a good (laughs) few inches tall right you never know how they balance that much on there this guy would do like one circle it was like a tiny little (laughs) Like, if you stretched it out straight, it would be maybe three inches long. Yeah. That's how... Like, it was crap serving. When we first moved to this area, my wife got a Mr. Whippy off him, and she was like, thought it was a joke. And he just looked at her like, no, that's it, two quid. Oh, and my God. Since working at home, like, once one, one day when it was really hot, we heard the ice cream van on our road, and we were like, oh, let's pop out and get an ice cream, little treat for the afternoon while we're working away. I said, what do you want? She's like, I don't know, like a Twister or a Magnum or something like that. So I went up and I was like, have you got any Magnums? He's like, no. I said, have you got a, a Twister? And he said, no. I said, Calippo? No. I was like, what about a Magnum? He had one Magnum, opened it up, and it was all smashed inside. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, that he is, is so like funny. the meanest, moodiest ice cream van, man, to the point where, like, I my son was going, oh, Daddy, can we have an ice cream? And I was like, no, no, that's the mean one. And then I had to, I had to backtrack, because every time he passed it, he was like, he'd be on my shoulders, and he'd be like, he's the bad man. <laughs> and I don't mean in the slang way that means good person. Yeah. I mean, actually a bad that's person. That's great. Oh, that's so funny, man. I mean, I can back up the ice cream man. Like, uh, by the Dan, that was, that is very, very good reasoning, and that guy sounds awful. Uh, for me, the re- the ice cream man, like I found I found the ice cream man so frustrating this summer because obviously just working from home, 
the sun was out and I'm just sat in the corner of the bedroom working away all the time as many of us are but I feel like the ice cream man came onto the onto our road about four times a day. So, like, <laughs> as late as possible in the morning for him to get away with it, he'd come round. Mm. He'd come round early afternoon, right, just after people had lunch, late afternoon, maybe, like, 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock. But then he had this... And then half 11 at no, night. The, no, but then he had this four fucking round in the day, right, where he would turn up about half past 7, and that is the same Man. fucking time where I'm trying to get my kids into bed. The last thing yeah. you want to hear while it's bright outside and you're trying to get two children to sleep is... Um, Oh, and then the kids are like ice cream ice cream man ice cream van man's outside and i was like you fucking you bastard it should be illegal after seven o'clock i just think it's one of those jobs you think you do on the side and it's there's there to spread joy like mm. you're a modern day candy man mm. and i don't know how you can be grumpy whilst you do that but uh just yeah but, but that also it, yeah. Half seven is just, that's just mean, man. It can't do that. Yeah. That's bullshit. So please send in your summertime dicks. Uh, who were your biggest dicks of the summer? Now summer is gone. Get them out there. Let us know. Send it to dickspod.com slash contact. Um, what else should people do? Subscribe to the podcast um, and we get new guests every week. As you probably already know, if you're here, you already know that. If, you're, if this is the first bit of Des Island Dicks you ever listened to it's not usually like this go and have a little look dan has interviewed a ton of people i've interviewed a ton of people gotten getting some interesting dicks from some very interesting people um what else dan well yeah we've got loads lined up that you can listen to and we've got a huge back catalogue as well so yeah have a listen subscribe so they'll go straight to your phone or whatever without you having to do a thing leave us a rating on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts yeah. Um, only if it's nice otherwise I don't want to know um, and um, what's the other thing I don't know just have a nice time just have, just have a nice time just have a, just have a nice time everyone have a lovely no sweet that, time they? yeah you know we, we, we come out with a lot of bile and hatred but you know broadly speaking that's because I only want nice people in the world mm. so go and be nice be nice and have a nice time everyone <laughs> there you go we'll be back next week with more compact dicks Bye.